You can follow us on Instagram or TikTok at What a History Podcast. Also, be sure to rate, like, and subscribe. Hello. Hey, what are you up to? You're listening to What a History Podcast with Krista and Kayla, two friends, 200 miles apart, but always in constant communication. I mean, it's almost apocalyptic. Checking the book out. Hey everyone, welcome back to What a History podcast with Krista and Kayla. Um, how are you doing, Kayla? Uh, I think we're in the same. I just <laughs> doused my leg in lotion. She saw it on the. You guys don't get the pleasure <laughs> of seeing it, but I'm yeah. dry and exhausted. Yeah. My skin is showing the stress I'm feeling. My weave's exhausted. <laughs> Everything feels so exhausting, and I'm just waiting for the break. And I don't know when it's like. I'm like, is this life? Because it feels yes. like it's been like this for like months. It's- yeah. Well, and Venus is in retrograde. Everything is hyper emotional. Oh, yeah, so our emotions, yeah, are going crazy. Yeah. Everybody's. Exactly. In like the worst possible way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, great. Not to make this like a negative like experience or anything, but yeah, it's it's been yeah, a lot lately. Okay. Everyone <laughs> probably feels it because you're getting yeah. it for, at the energies from everywhere. It's like, you know, like yeah. people who are cranky working their jobs, you're checking out at the grocery store. Right. Dealing with a receptionist at a doctor's office. You can Hurricane Hillary. <laughs> the it's, overhype it's the, of Hil- Hurricane Hillary. <laughs> it's the tension that we're all feeling right now. <laughs> exactly. And it, it's like we're all like I feel feel like we're all like working on low vibrations and it's weird yes well and once like, one thing happens it kind of like snowballs it's kind of like the aftershocks of like one but it's thing weird because we're all just like frozen like it's low vibrations yeah. like we're not activating and going manic which sometimes me being manic's a little fun like I know it's, it's not great it's at the end but like <laughs> <laughs> I can like you know like I feel real good. I get a lot manics. accomplished. Yeah, me too. They might <laughs> not like, be I'm right. so productive. <laughs> exactly. And I then, usually lose a little weight. Right, and then all the all everything just ensues after that, like the impending doom and the crash. Yeah, but you know, in the moment, exactly. But right, right, it feel it, it. There's something in the energy where it's like seasonal depression at the worst, like the weirdest time. Yeah, it's inappropriately it, it feels, timed. It feels like post New Year's Eve, like when it's dreary. Yeah, and the January Christmas blues. is over. Yeah, <laughs> like the, yeah. you have to go back and do things. You're like, we're not gonna have vacations for a lot. It's over, right? Everything's over. We blew it. We blew it. And load. like all the decorations <laughs> come down, or then like oh, that's you just, the worst. Or you just immediately start seeing it as tacky. You're like, it's not Christmas anymore, douchebag. Yeah, bag. and you start judging all your neighbors. Like they still have their shit up. Like they're just trying to like keep it going, and I don't blame them. I know, but we're like, let it go. It's done. It's exactly the joy is over. But I was, (laughs) I was raised in that house where like my mom would have the Christmas like tree decorations put up by the time I was done opening my present. Wow, she was just like, let's put this shit up, and fun's over. And now we're broke. <laughs> it's like that. Everyone's like, now we're now we're broke. There is no fun to be had for anyone ever again. Oh, it's so <laughs> not fun with kids. 
it's like no. <laughs> I'm glad, it's nice for them to light up but you're like oh my gosh now I see why this sucks because then they right. also get like <laughs> the high and the depressed because do you remember when you were a kid and you'd take all your t- presents out and then yes. like your parents would be like stop stop and you know why they did that because they're like I want you to forget you had these so I can right. put some away kind of and kind of surprise you all over you're, again yeah you're gonna blow your load exactly this they right try to now. help us you know they're just trying to help because I know how that is it's like you know I'll get too excited buy a bunch of crap and then I'm like why did I buy all this shit off off the internet I didn't need half of it oh, and now it's just really underwhelming <laughs> I'm pretty sure I did that with my outfit for the concert for my birthday like I bought far <laughs> too many items yeah I'm like well it's cheap and no I don't I'm even like, appreciate all of them no I'm like I have like seven <laughs> themed outfits for a country western concert that I go to once <laughs> and I'm like I should have probably gotten clothing I'd wear just normally yeah just put it on Poshmark I'll, j- I'll put it on for you afterwards. yeah no well don't worry it was it was she and actually I did wear one of the shirts last night and the shorts See? the shorts are clutch I love the shorts nice yeah there is some good stuff on there I mean the I know shorts it's all bad so but I'm poor well yeah and my body changes based off my depression so you know what <laughs> if I have to buy a new expensive thing and also I were have those spandex like jeans that were like two hundred bucks, right? Or not two hundred? I guess they were like a hundred and something, like a hundred and forty. Yeah. A lot. It, it was like yeah, they're five years old. But guess what? Band just completely ripped, and there's no repairing it. And I was yeah, like, this was sensible. But now I'm like, I'm gonna wear you until it falls <laughs> off my body. Yeah. During work one day, and I'll say I'm sorry, sir. Uh, I was like, that reminded me, the low vibrational comment reminded me of um, this thing that I was watching about crime. And it was this detective that said, like, when low vibrational shit, like when one thing happens, it almost happens in like patterns, like six other like crimes will happen after like one crime happens. And it's kind of like, it all comes in waves. And I thought that that was like really interesting because I'm like, okay, yes, I have that transcendence. I feel like I have to do a check in on you because you you're not a cr- true crime. Ju- what are you I'm, doing? What I'm not. What are you? What content? Well, you're not well. I doubt. So is it? Be- <laughs> wait. Is it because you use my Prime video and I've been doing it a lot? Have you been watching? Um, no, but this was a while show? ago that I watched that. So I'm not. I can't remember what it was on exactly, but I just remember that was like the detective was saying something like that, like. You know, when it when when one like low vibrational thing starts happening, it always happens in like waves and like in twos and like you know, it always it happens in groups. And so I was like, that is accurate. Sense. It's yes. kind of like when there's a huge crazy media like scary violent crime that's going on. Minor ones yes. will happen because everyone knows they're staring at the big flashy one, right? So or there's, there's gonna copycats. Be more, yeah that's yeah that's more that's more typifying like not as common but right like, more than likely people are like yeah i'll break into a car because <laughs> well there's like, there's a thing about i'll um, drive drunk there's a thing about oakland right now having like an insane amount of crime and they're suggesting that you get window sensors and air horns and i thought of you with the air horn because i was like that that's what my mom told me from exactly. a cop because it's people smart. who are <laughs> yeah because you can't 
fight through a busted eardrum and if anything you disorient someone else because if you put it right. busts an eardrum if you put it right on their ear right and that's what and i thought because i'm like it's all yeah because like, you don't such a crime well, craze right now in oakland yeah and you don't risk like the pepper spray is kind of dangerous because either yeah. a it's going to make them more insanely aggravated right especially if it's a past military or somebody person because they had to have training with that right in their face or right. a hunter yeah <laughs> all the, the real all the scary ones can withstand it and right like, or you could accidentally spray it in your own face exactly also what? could you imagine i drop shit so much if i had that in my <laughs> i'd fumble around <laughs> or or my keychain you know I, i'd like pull it out and be like here's my chapstick and spray myself in the fucking like i know it right oh my something god something no. would happen the amount of time like i times i lose shit in my purse i'm like i need to i've been trying to be more prepared before i walk out to my car oh. with my fucking keys and not be on your phone eyes up and like I just need to be more diligent about that because I'm like the amount of times I'm digging through my fucking purse I'm like this is very dangerous I need to be better with this the worst for me is that like sometimes (laughs) I don't like to take my key fob out to lock it and I'm like there's nothing to steal so like truly someone could be like laying in the back of my car and I would notice for a long time right when people in the bay they have to like just leave nothing in their car and leave it unlocked and even sometimes when they do that the people still bust out the fucking window it's like you didn't even try the door you didn't even try the door Um, but also that is another thing, like when you leave your car unlocked like that, because they're, instead of bashing in their window, it's like, just take the fucking change or whatever's in the car. Don't, there's nothing in the car. I know, but I guess now that I think about that, people could put like, but I guess people could put trackers on no matter what Right in the car. So, right. But yeah, I guess if you're going to do that, then you should, I should just just check your car no matter what. That's what we're doing. I truly (laughs) have always been that person where I'm like, if you want to kill me, you're going to, because when you're motivated enough you're right. gonna do it and I don't have fight left in me I barely have <sighs> fight enough to like I'm feeling my legs and I'm like oh I forgot I had to shave this I didn't I forgot <laughs> so we're doing I, our best you know I, honest, <laughs> I have no fight in me like I will be the most boring person for them to kill because I'm just gonna be like you know as, what are you gonna I, do what are you gonna do I'm, at this I'm point I'm gonna be asleep <laughs> you wanna I, wake up my ch- children have fun yeah exactly they're, they're assholes <laughs> you know and i had therapy today and i'm like it's always like a good thing but it's it is like exhausting because when you're actually like trying to do therapy and like trying to be oh, insightful it's, it's hard yeah reflective and trying to like look at what you can control and like the hardest pill to swallow is like okay yeah that was fucked up what this person did but where's my accountability in all of it and are we making excuses or are we finding explanations to help no, us do better? It's literally like it feels like you're playing snake and you really want to win, but like your tail keeps hitting you. You know, right. like the old cell phone game. The, like, <laughs> but like the word, but I've always thought that if you don't feel that after therapy, you're not actually doing well. Like when right. you walk out, just be like, chipper and like i'm doing it to just do therapy yeah that checking the box I can, and i can bullshit my way through checking a box of therapy it's just i don't want to like waste anyone more anybody's time anymore with that like why right. who am i proving 
Oh, exactly. I can manipulate a healthcare provider, but like, why? That's wasting my time. (laughs) Exactly. Well, that's another thing that we've talked about in the past too, is just like, you know, how much do you really disclose on a podcast? How much do you really like put out there and how, you know, because once it's out there, it's out there. And that's what I was like, kind of talking to my therapist today about just like, you know, why am I hiding things for people that, you know, they're the ones with the secret, not me. And they're the ones with the shame, not me. And it's like, I'm holding on to shame for, for people and stuff. And it's just, you know, family, families are hard. Those dynamics are hard. And mine's not been easy to say the least, but it's just like kind of processing all that stuff and like figuring out not only just like, Hey, this was fucked up or like this person did this, but like, how do you better yourself from it? How do you gain some insight from it and some like wisdom and try to do better you know, and not allow the same things and not repeat the same patterns. Cause it's like, you can, you can quit the person, but you can't quit the pattern until you're re- like really ready to move forward and work on yourself. And so that's kind of what I've been dealing with lately is processing all that. No, hundred <laughs> percent. And I think me and you both can like hide behind like, well, you know, like privacy, like it's not, that's, I don't know tacky to talk about that or things like that yeah but I guess in a weird way you're right it's kind of hard to like find the line of not like oversharing and being vulnerable yeah. in certain ways but then there's also that side of like the longer that we don't talk about problems we're actually experiencing the more that we're trying to keep it hidden it's always going to be taboo to talk about and we're all going to feel yeah. so alone exactly when, like there's so much it feels good to hear people just say shit we're all thinking and feeling right experiencing like I've had so many countless experiences like becoming like I mean I've said it I'm turning 34 soon but I still feel like a child like for some reason I do (laughs) I can't see myself as like an adult and for so long it's like I was always looking at other people's families and dynamics as like it was so much better and perfect than mine because it's so easy to see your own cracks yeah it's only been recently where it's like oh I've actually made connections not by like you know just throwing it out on the table and having like a sob fest with random people right but starting to like understand like everybody every family has their trials their tribulations right their secrets their shit (laughs) yeah but like there's just this feeling of like when you let someone in and you're like oh my god I would have never guessed like yeah you are going through something like this or you understand how I feel and it's like most of the time like you said it, it it's more shame but I yeah. think once again, we were raised, we had to keep secret, you know, secrets yeah, in our family and cover for people. So like we were kind of raised to feel like, no, 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 we don't talk about that. Well, yeah. It, and I think- have to look pretty. Well, yeah. And I think it was just like, you know, a cathartic like opportunity with the podcast about like, not even just like speaking for other people or like, you know, outing people no, on we things. Will never- 
we will never do that yeah exactly it's like but your experience is your experience and that's obviously going to be affected by other people's choices or circumstances or whatever like people people that you interact with that's going to be a part of your story no matter what you do yeah and we never wanted to be those people that just come on here and act like everything is so perfect no exactly and that like we're only laughing and joking about things because well, yeah. we are sometimes, but sometimes yeah. we're crying while we're laughing and joking. Exactly. Like earlier today, I was just like, I, I just had, I just had enough today. It was like my emotional, like capacity had been reached and you know if sharing my experiences without like trying to put other people down, that's not like my intention or whatever, but it's like if sharing my experience helps another person connect and not feel alone or at least helps them in some way like then I've done my job like that's you know and the main motivation why I've always like been okay with being an open book about pretty much everything like you know and I feel like other people they don't have to feel that same way it's not like pushing other people's boundaries in the process but I just I don't feel like there's anything in my life that I should be so ashamed of that you know I can't ever have out there you know, to at least try to be purposeful and helping other people like have an understanding. Well, yeah. And also me and you are always both the same people where it's like, we're crying about like this topical thing, but it's just the cliche of it's the straw that broke the back. (laughs) It wasn't just that. It's like, damn, I was, I always describe my emotions and I know it's unhealthy and I try to work on it, but I'm very much like a bottle of like something you haven't opened yet. And it's just, yeah, it drops and drops until it does that thing where it spins around uncontrollably yeah. you know like a soda can when it like breaks the right way and it just sprays yes. everywhere just spinning around and yeah, splashing and everything and if you go yeah. to pick it up it gets you just right in the face yeah <laughs> exactly like... you're like great thank and, you but that's my emotions <laughs> like so it's like it's not and by no means was that final drop what caused that it was like no getting bashed around in my car and going from hot to like too cold to like getting yes. knocked and shook <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> well that's exactly how it feels because it's just like you know always trying to balance stuff and I feel like just even since I started therapy I don't know year it's been years now thank god but like you know I feel like I've always been made to feel like the outcast for being involved with therapy and like treating my depression, my anxiety and like my ADHD, like all that. I've, I've really felt alone in my family for pursuing that. And it's just disappointing. Cause it's like, you know, other people that don't want to fix their problems, it's like, they're going to try their hardest to protect like whatever those problems are. Cause that's what, you know, different addictions do for people. And it's like the, your, your body and your mind are going to protect like that before they're going to protect anything. So, you know, it's been a disconnect with me and my family for a long time. And it's been a misunderstanding with me and my family for a long time. And it's just, you know, it's been a struggle because when you're doing better for yourself, other things have to change around you. And that often can alienate you from people that are really important to you and that you're really close to. And so that's what I've been experiencing pretty much ever since I started therapy and like treating my depression and like you know just interpersonal issues within my family it's been really difficult well I think it's actually like even hard to like relate to even with like our peers like I think there was definitely a time in which 
I even wouldn't want to take medication. And if I did, it'd yeah. be like only for six months to get through the situational mm-hmm. quote unquote depression because and for the longest time I would swear and be like, I don't have depression, I have anxiety. But yeah. like it's very rare to just have anxiety, but not right. depression. But yes. there's such a taboo in like saying like I have this chemical imbalance. Right. And, and then like, you know, for so long it's like, yeah, well, one day I'll try to get off it. And now I'm like, no, right. I just am gonna keep moderating the what I need right. to do to make myself feel right because that's the trick. It's like you'll start feeling so good because yeah. you're regulated. Because exactly. it takes that long to regulate. And then the second you're good, you're like, well, I don't need it anymore. <laughs> it's right. like completely the opposite where it's like the goal is to just keep you on it and hopefully at the same dose and exactly. you don't have to go up. It's just like, yeah. And also, I feel who like... cares? People pop birth control yeah. with no thought about it at all. Yeah. Well, any, like... any other pill I would say, and, you know, just working in pharmacy for as long as I have, like seeing how weird people would be and like shameful they'd be about like picking up their Wilbutrin prescription or their Zoloft prescription. And it's like, there's so much shame in it and like they they don't want their family members to know that they're taking medication and like they hide it and it's like you know that that's always been kind of like a point of contention with like you know my family it's like um if it's helping you then it should it's that's a positive thing like if if medication is helping you that's a positive and that's not right for everybody like not everybody should be on medication but it's like if you find something that is working and improving your life and improving your relationships and your self-worth it's like that's invaluable and well, I'm, also, I'm so happy for people when they find it they're not in our head it's like so that's I'm sorry this makes you uncomfortable because you know one of my yeah. family members <laughs> was like don't call it a psychiatrist call it your therapist and I'm like but it's it's not it's but they've earned a degree so I'm well, like I'm actually well, and also like not acknowledging that I'm like my psychiatrist never asks about my inner child because that's not his job it's right asking their drugs my, not hugs it's yeah it's how my <laughs> sleep is going my eating my blood right. pressure my it, that stuff like exactly the, the physiological effects how am yeah. I doing there well, and I just remember even on Real Housewives, it's like, don't say your meds. Like, that's what they are. Like, your prescription med medication. Don't say you're on meds. Like, Kyle Richards, get the fuck what out of here, What are we Kyle supposed Richards. to say? A happy pill? Like, that sounds right. Worse. Candy? Like, I don't know. Like, your trail mix? What trail mix are you on today? Like, I don't fucking know. I mean, like- <laughs> that is a weird thing that, like they are very easy to take without making a spectacle though that's one thing too (laughs) yeah when you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't like and I just I feel like Kayla and I were talking about just different examples of like when you're trying to just do your fucking best with like what state you're in and it's never enough no matter whose opinion it is and it's like all that matters is your own opinion of yourself at that point because you're never gonna fucking please everybody and just in light of like um, this last week when we saw and listened to, um, Rachel and Bethany's interview from the whole scandal situation. Like, I mean, I am by no means a Rachel Stan. I'm not sitting here defending anything about what she did, but my God, like I, I'm just sick, like watching that the reunion like I'm just it's just I'm I'm sick wow. hearing everybody's responses and like 
you know, like there are TikToks of women who are popular in the Bravo community responding that's like that you're twice her age, first yeah. of all. And right. second of all, like she has a right to speak and have words and she didn't get yes. to speak on that stage. Absolutely and not. So I'm sorry, yeah, like Bethany's a very controversial person. I enjoy her, but I'm not a stan either. Right. It's like, and, and I don't know everything either. Of course, there's probably lots of things that none of us are going to know the full story about either. No, exactly. And like with, like you said, Rachel, like, I get why she wanted to do it. I also don't know if it was the most healthy thing for her to do right yeah. now. Yeah. Like it might have, like, because I think she i thought she sounded good me and krista had empathy for the woman and right we were and i think it's clear that like and i do agree with her i don't think she deserved to have those words spoken to her no when you would have thought she murdered somebody and you know and it's like the whole show is based around infidelity and people like doing worse in my opinion than she's done And it's like, I'm not sitting here defending anything about like the situation, but just to see somebody just eviscerated on stage verbally and it encouraged and everybody just sat back and watched it. It's like, there was nobody stepping in at all. And it was bad. (laughs) Well, and it's sad because it's like, truly, what did you want her to do? Because I kind of get the impression. It's like, did you want her to kill herself? Right. And even then, then it's like a totally different like thing to attack. It's like, if she doesn't, if she does this, then she gets attacked. If she does this, she's attacked. It's like, you know, God forbid, like somebody actually is like, Hey, I fucked up. I'm wrong. And I'm not get. you know, I'm going to get myself help and I'm not getting any money well, from she, like going and having them film my therapy my treatment and she's and not going <laughs> back and yeah. i think in a weird way more people are angry that she's not torturing herself on another season of reality television and it's like what do you you guys yeah. know they're still going to talk about her you yeah. know it. her life's it's, ruined so like on in the grand scheme of like the public opinion like her life's ruined i guess i well let's say her reality career yeah exactly is ruined uh because like not her life i think she has like she does have we all have a shot i can't like and that's what i get so sad about is like not to make it about me but if the world is literally to a point where if you make a mistake even that big that like you're you don't deserve to be happy and to continue growing then like i don't know how i can like it it makes me sad of the world well yeah yeah well that's the thing this ethical because she wasn't like it's not like she killed somebody like, right she didn't, she didn't assault people she did like she, right she wasn't in the cart like the cartel she, there was nothing like yeah. she made a very 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 poor moral like yes eth- moral and ethical choice yes and it was very selfish but right. also once again like bethany said oh i guess it's the first 27 year old to ever make a mistake because that's what people are acting like and absolutely i just want and i think what everyone sees her as the monster as is because it makes all of us so uncomfortable because i'm sorry look at me in the face and tell me you've never made any decision Mm -hmm. even once maybe you didn't get caught like this but it's so nice to have somebody that you can look at and be like well 
what I did was messed up, but this was worse. So then yes. she's crucified. And it's like, right. I don't know, it's such a weird situation because I think it's more people having deflection on the choices they've made. Right. Well, and it's just too hard to look at something like that. It's so easy to just like burn her at the stake. And I'm like, you know, not saying that she didn't deserve some like ramifications, of course, like that's just going to happen. But it's like we went above and beyond. And this is to a point where it's like, how much is ever going to be enough? Like, I mean, how many horrible things can you possibly still have to say at this girl? Like, I I just I felt really just gross after like watching all of it. And also for what? Like for yeah. what more can you say? Yeah. And it and it's like sad that it's like you hate that she actually says that she didn't deserve yeah. the treatment that she right. got. Well, yeah. And then people are trying to even say, like, because she went to a mental health facility, like, oh, that's not what she's doing. It's like she, what did you want her to do? Like it would have been you would have been, you know, up her ass if she wouldn't have gotten any no, mental health treatment you know <laughs> where where what no what was she that's literally what I want to yeah. know what was she yeah. supposed like what was would have made you guys happy because in a mm-hmm. weird way yeah I feel like everyone just really wanted her to just like be with Tom and put up with his shit yeah I feel like that's what they wanted because it would make it better well and you know what'll end up happening with just like with Jack's just like with you know any other dude on that show is eventually maybe five years down the line if this show is still on they'll all just come around they'll just they'll like forgive and forget and i feel like that that's the convenience of like the guys on the on that show it's It's like gonna give gray's anatomy if we were around still i hope not (laughs) that's too for the sake of everyone i just realized you're wearing a tequila katie shirt I got it. I got it as a at the secret Santa. I love that. <laughs> Speaking of, but yeah, I was I don't know. So that just like really disturbed me. No, it irks me, and I'm like, it's oh. you guys. It's I think I'm uncomfortable enough. And the the bottom line is, I don't want to watch these people's fortieth birthdays. No, <laughs> right? <laughs> Their kid's fifth birthday. I don't. I mean, like, how much can we really report? And like she said, there was so many people that you know made it about them and we're on the take and benefited from it like every people are getting spinoffs people are getting enough in clothing you know clothing sales to put a down payment on a house or to not open a certain establishment exactly exactly (laughs) it's like oh my god like you know so just seeing how people benefited from it and then shaming her going with bethany it's like you know what Bethany's probably going to hopefully I mean at this point this is how I feel and I'll stand by it hopefully <laughs> Bethany hooks her up with a lawyer that can help her like at least recoup what she had to spend what to if get Bethany sat by idly what if Bethany and Rachel made their own show where they take yeah. on liability like our cases of reality yeah. stars who's been wronged against network reality <laughs> reckoning with Bethany and Rachel. It, oh like. my gosh. Yes. And maybe Judge Shooty will help. Yeah. Well, just how way. many times have we watched like just awful maybe things happen on reality in. TV? Right. Oh, guys, listen Hello. to us. Hey, Rachel, we have your idea, not a podcast. Right. Exactly. But yeah, they I'm can just... make like an ID show, kind of like the undercover underage. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> we can make it that intense. Oh my God. Yeah. One, well, what? It's just, yeah. She should get with Yanla. 
the Eon Lift Fix My Life. Oh lady. my gosh, what if you know? I had a really that would be weird legit. One, <laughs> what if they started like just doing their own hoarders? Because could you imagine Bethany with a hoarder? That'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? What are, what are we doing? What are we doing? What here? is this? <laughs> what is this? Why? Why? What do you have? What? You don't need this. Yeah. You don't need this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can get on board. But yeah, it's like not like sitting here and like excusing anything. Everybody's very inflammatory with the scandal of it all. But I'm just like, you know, it's, it's not our I, business. We've I seen just... so many horrific things on the reality TV, not just on Bravo, but like I rewatched some Bad Girls Club in the last like month oh or so. Oh my gosh, don't ever do that. It's it, <laughs> so it jarred me out. I know. Hey, gosh, you're gonna tell me you're watching Nip Tuck soon, and I'm gonna be like, stop. Oh no! I remember when I told Kayla about Nip Nip Tuck. I'm pretty sure I got you hooked on Nip Tuck. You like... did, but you told me I couldn't watch more than a few yeah. episodes at a time. You're like, are yes. you getting a really dark place? Yeah, you have to like snort and some like, I or whatever to come under- out of it. I didn't understand what she meant. I didn't trust it, and then I was like, yeah. oh, I had like a six episode binge one weekend, and it was like. Oh, weird. I don't. I don't care about anything anymore. <laughs> like you got to be careful. Small doses, or else it'll send you into a spiral. A little you got bit. a micro. You got a microdose. The <laughs> right, exactly. Or else you're gonna have to triple up on your Zoloft or whatever. Not not being serious. But anyway, I'm just like there's there's certain shows that I dark myself out a little too hard, and I'm like, oh, I I feel sick. <laughs> like I gotta yeah, like stand what up. What am I doing to myself? Yeah. Oh, when I watched all the Dahmer episodes in one day, I was sewing my Elvis like Halloween costume, like hand sewing appliques on my jumpsuit. And I legitimately watched every episode of Dahmer because it just kept playing and my hands were like busy. Every time. I, oh, I did it, but it didn't Ooh. dark me out. But that's but I took I had to take a serial killer and sexual predator class for college. So yeah. I took <laughs> it was gender violence class. I had to I almost fainted when they got to like the genital mutilation part. I like literally had to get up and like go grab an orange juice because <laughs> I my blood sugar just plummeted. An I'm like juice. I, well, yeah, I was like, um, need some like you know, sugar or something. Cause I, I legitimately will faint over hardly anything like doctor's <laughs> office, pap smear. I almost fell off the table with my pants off. Like, you know, not, not good. So <laughs> I have to be very careful about like what will make me faint and what will like dark me out. And I was like, my, my little heart can't take it sometimes. <laughs> this is what I'm dealing with today. My little heart couldn't take it sometimes. I'm dealing with some crazy lady in an ugly hat situation. Um, God, pom-poms I know it's like this lady wanted me to make a hat I had her try it on and it was like not cute and she gave me three photos of it but they were all very different designs I'm telling you there's an actual hat under it there is a hat and I made the hat made sure the hat no no but there's like an actual harder one under I swear that's what that's how it's flipping I did a beret so it had more surface area and it was the correct size and everything. But then she like tries it on, says, oh, I want more around here. And I'm like, okay, so I'm going to go off of like what you vaguely told me as feedback and the photos. And then I give it back to her. And then she hits up my Instagram being all fucking rude. And I'm like, okay, like I can take feedback, but I'm not going to take you being rude to me, especially when I've gone above and beyond what I charged you for this item. And if you want to fix it on your own, it's a quick fix. It's pretty easy. If you can like, tie a knot 
you can also, fix it yourself. You already <laughs> approved it. You approved it. I'm so confused. Yeah, it was ridiculous. It. And I even like took a highlighter on the photos because she's like, there shouldn't be a two inch brim. And I'm like, the photos have a two inch brim around the face. <laughs> and so I call <laughs> Kayla. I'm in tears. I'm like, I can't do this anymore. Like, <laughs> over my life is over from I'm this just like pom-pom bit I put my heart and soul into all my crocheting and this is what I get and yeah I just I'm like you know what <laughs> it's just I hit my limit today with after a therapy appointment and then the, that that lady just like being a bitch to me I, I'm like if you want me to fix it for you you don't be fucking rude to me and like insult me and say it's unwearable when I watch you put it on your fucking head like and you were happy with it when you no, were holding she it. Said it. I just, she, I can't. Dude. She said it was perfect. I just need more. Yeah, exactly. And because I called you, I called you. I was talking to you before and after. I, I went know over all there. about. I know all about this because mainly the cotton candy thing. Because it's yeah. not the colors of cotton. She wanted browns. But yeah, she's a and cotton greens candy and black. I don't get it. It's it's That's wild. Not the colors of cotton candy. So I tried, and you know what? I'm like, if if you can tie knots, you can fix it yourself. It's not unfixable. If you want to put the the pom poms in different spots, you are totally just, capable of wait, that. Wait, you just reminded me of this lady with the purse. And the... Right? People <laughs> that want custom crochet orders. It around? She's like. There clearly were photos where it didn't show that it had like a hook to close this heart shaped purse. And we I'm like, put it on our stories, friends. I know, dude. I I just I can't. And she's like, well, all my stuff's falling out of it. I'm like, it's it closes by itself. You have to like open it. And I wish y'all could see our zoom right now because <laughs> it's like the purse stays closed. It's a heart shape, and so you just put your shit in it. And then it shouldn't fall out Unless because they're you're opening. like dumping it upside yeah, down. Yeah, or like squeezing it together. Like, you know, you push it together and it's going to open up like a vagina shape, essentially. <laughs> I know. And I'm like, but you're what the fuck, like overfill dude? it. Are you filling so, it? So, yeah. And, and it's like, I didn't false advertise to you. And, you know, especially when it's like I'm doing something custom and I send them photos of the progress to be like, are we on the same or page? Is this what you wanted? Physically. Yeah, put it on their melon. When I any other bed. creator could have just shipped it to her and be like, oh well, all sales are fine, all sorry. And you know, it's like I went and re-delivered it by hand to the door. It's like I can't. So you know what? I just have to have my own limits with like what I charge people and what that includes. And it's like, you know, and she was already talking shit about another person that tried to make this ugly ass hat for her. And it's like, she already talked all this shit to me when I was at the door. Like, you know, I, I gave her the package. She opened it, tried it on, blah, blah, blah. And that was the main thing I was worried about is like the, the hat part fitting her head and whatever. Everything else is just cosmetic. You can literally just move the pom-poms around, just retie them, but whatever. So, you know, I, I just, <laughs> I don't understand like what we're going for here. So I don't know. I, I just really had to just limit myself of what I'm willing to do for a certain price. Any other creator would have charged more, would have given her like, Hey, this is what, this is what you gave me pictures of. This is what I created. Take it or leave it. Love it or shove it. I don't know. So I just have to know my limits because she was already talking shit. She's like, yeah, the other person that made it did the wrong colors and they, the pom-poms are all loose and flopping everywhere. I'm like, Okay. She's like, yeah, yours aren't flopping everywhere. I'm like, yeah. Cause I secured them. Okay. I don't, I don't know. Like, so anyway, I, I should have known if she's already talking shit about 
another person she's commissioned to do this work. She, you, you know, she wasn't going to be happy with anything. And if you can't have the wherewithal to like tie knots, like move the pom-pom and tie a new knot in, in the inside of the hat, I can't help you. Like, so I just have, I just have to set a boundary. And this is why I don't like, you know, trying to do custom orders. Cause it's like, she physically had it in her hands and was happy with it, except wanted more pom-poms and I added more pom-poms. But it's the wrong color. I still, I'm, I'm going to my grave with that. I love that. You know, I, knew, I you can't knew there was please everybody. wrong with this woman when the colors weren't baby blue and like, <laughs> It's supposed to be the blue, I forgot what it's called, like silly nillies, I think the pink. <laughs> I, I used to, I did some cotton candy work at the farmer's market a couple times. Oh my God. So yeah, you can't please fucking everybody. And so that kind of just, just like we talked about earlier, the straw that broke my fucking back. And here we are. And, you know, and then Kayla, you brought up, she's like, Google this right now. Britney Spears chicken fried chicken restaurant and it it comes up it comes up with that search term right away and i'm just like everyone's giving britney spears shit for being britney spears right now going through a divorce and it was like that's her oh my god it's like yeah what do you want from her like she's she looks like yeah she's not doing great i don't imagine her to be doing great right now is like, anyone shocked? Like I, yeah, yeah. guys, she's she had like she had no chance, and give her some space, just give right, him some space. Because once again, <laughs> these pictures, she looks like a normal forty-year-old, right? And I'm I think sorry. anything that's posted is either filtered or old videos of her. And I don't even think she's the one posting her social media shit most of the time. And I'm just like, you know, we're body shaming, but in a covert way where we're acting like we're concerned. And that's what's pissing me off. It's like, you know, we're, it's like, oh, we're not talking shit about her. We just know she could do better. It's like, well, you are though. Like everybody's fucking fat shaming her right now. Do you want to know what? Most of us could do better, but (laughs) at what cost? (laughs) Right. Like at what cost? Exactly. (laughs) Like at what cost? I was watching, um old episodes of sex in the city and it yeah. was like god sarah jessica parker she was so tiny like her waist and her Emaciated, back like she yeah. was perfect it wasn't even ama- no it was perfect yeah but to get that perfection i was just like yeah i don't i'm cranky when i'm always hungry and yeah. <laughs> when i'm in that dieting or not dieting even if i'm in a eating clean and working out a lot phase yeah i I'm not enjoying things. I don't go places. Because, it's obsessive. Also, yeah, then you become that person at the table who's like, I'm not going to order anything like Teresa Judice when she brings out her chicken Ugh. and stuff. Yeah, like, just stay home. But yeah, because also, and here's the thing too, in a weird way, when you're around those people, I know it shouldn't feel that way, but it does sometimes feel like oh i now feel shame about what i'm eating. yeah it's like a condescending era or aura that like kind of yeah and over also, where it's like oh you're a piece of shit because you're not eating like super healthy like me and, and it's like i don't need this negativity <laughs> and then on top of it you never feel like you're skinny when you're actually skinny it's when no. you fucking look at the pictures later years later and then you're like damn i really mm-hmm. was in shape but right. no, you don't it wasn't feel that it. bad it's like oh my god yeah and that's the that's like the terror that is you know 
living in our society, especially as a woman. I mean, men deal with it, obviously, too. It's the world. Um, but yeah, it's like Britney is wearing an outfit that whatever. Like, I I'm I'm not I'm I I get it. Like I considering her current situation, especially, I'm not judging Britney. Like, whatever. She's been through a lot of shit. And I'm like, I don't expect any more from her right now. And people are like, well, you know, she she could be doing better. It's like, I don't think she can, though. And that's okay. Also, what if she doesn't want to? Well, yeah. She was doing really good. Right. Well, and the thing is, it's like everybody talks about her having a comeback and all this shit. And it's like, I don't think that's realistic. And that's really unfair to put on a 40-something-year-old woman that used to be, like, you know, ran like a cash cow. Like... Yeah, who'd never got the chance to make a mistake and not have the world talk about it? Well, right. Look at 2007. I... Or who was asked when she left, like, people were watching her virginity? Well, yeah. Like, that, it's creepy. Yeah. It's creepy. We've all been obsessed with Britney Spears for far too long. And it's, like, just celebrities in general. And it's, like, guess what? Any other person walking out of a chicken joint like this it's like we all have the luxury of not being like under a microscope and how sad that she can't even just go get food and you know not looking her best like I don't think she looks her best but of course like whatever like leave her alone who cares but that's the thing I'm like I I do value that I can go and catfish myself if I wanted to rock around you know my town like this I don't think anything people would think that much of it. I think that I would fit right in, honestly. And that's kind of comforting. Uh, that's what <laughs> I look like normally. I mean, I, I just wear a bra. That's the only difference. Yeah, sometimes that's there's just no room for that. And the Birkenstocks and the no bra and whatever. But it's like, I'm sorry. Like this, this isn't, if you saw, if you didn't think that was Britney Spears, like nobody would really think that much of it, honestly. And she doesn't have that luxury of people just, her having anonymity of any kind and I'm pretty sure like based on you know photos it's like everybody's just obsessing in a different way it's almost like a covert like body shaming that has just been spun to be like oh we're all really concerned it's like well yeah we can be concerned but what is her like appearance we know what you're saying yeah we know what you're saying yeah well, yeah. And that's, that's just the thing. I'm like, how does it not become like a toxic situation where it's like, you're, we're posing it as, oh, I, it's all good intended. And we just know she can do better. And da, 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 da. Well, maybe she can't, maybe she's taking it day by fucking day right now. Cause I don't blame her if she is. And, well, you know, it also sucks because when you are doing your best, but then everyone's insisting you aren't doing your best. It's like, well, cool. I'll just right then. exactly it just goes back to like you literally <laughs> cannot please everyone like you you're damned if you do damned if you don't and kind of like america ferrera's like speech on the barbie movie it's like you can't fucking win like especially as a woman you just can't win in a lot of ways you never will and i can't, yeah and i just i'm like i'm gonna win for me now because exactly in a selfish way but that i can only do the best i know i can do yeah and trust me i try pretty well 
yeah and I can't like keep living like this where all I think is like well you could have done like laying in bed at night and been like you could have done better you could have yeah. mopped those floors you stupid <laughs> bitch like, I'll do it to myself all the time and it's like, like <laughs> this is my mother in my head not that my mom called me a stupid <laughs> bitch like, for not mopping oh, floors but my like my mom didn't but she definitely said it without saying it it's like <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah it's like I am yeah massive insecurity at all times and that's she trains me to like go to sleep every night and know I could have done better because if you don't think you could do better are you going to do better the next day no no and this like ultra perfectionism (laughs) when me and Kayla were talking about like people that just have this like entitled like where do they get the confidence (laughs) because wow were we beaten down like you know society wise and probably just like even if your parents didn't mean to it's like millennials definitely had it where it was like why aren't you doing better at all times? I'm like, I don't mom, know. <laughs> I remember when my mom like made me get my eyebrows up. She was like, this looks ridiculous. Like I didn't even have the insecurity for she put it in me. <laughs> well, and it's like your parents do their best and you know, like without intentionally like doing things like they and my therapist said it best. She's like, you you're gonna fuck your kids up. Oh, that's, yeah, that's no. inevitable as, <laughs> as long as I don't take it personally when he like goes to do like his therapy I like right you know? well yeah and it's like it's a hard look at like you know situations and I think that that's like something with parents especially when you know our generation is kind of like the newest generation or the first generation rather to like really embrace like trying to break you know cycles and trying to break like toxic you know, family shit that had they've been carrying around from generation to generation. And it's like, okay, I'm really just trying to do better. And this isn't an attack on you. This isn't an attack on your parenting. And there's just such black and white thinking with a lot of it. Cause it's like, just cause you fucked up with some shit doesn't mean you are a horrible parent. Like, you know, we can, you can still be an amazing mom and dad or whatever, and still have things that weren't great. That's just life. But you know, it's like, I feel like I, it took me a long time for me to be able to go and get the help and like treatment that I've needed and therapy that I've needed and stick with it because there was such like a shame that was like projected onto me and like talking about things was, was a slight at them or like, you know, like, Oh, they're going to find out stuff. And it's like, well, that's just life. Like you interact with people, you're going to be a part of their experience. That's just how it is. Like, especially parents with, with children. And why wouldn't you want your kid to have like a safe space to share their problems and not stuff them down? (laughs) Yeah. Or like also just respecting like that, like I, as long as he has a way to like talk to somebody Mm -hmm. maybe he wouldn't be comfortable talking to me about it you know yeah yeah but like yeah express like you said that's why we need to be like yeah therapy's good for you shouldn't be a bad thing but yeah yeah when when I feel like just even just validating your kids feelings it's like that that goes so far it's like there's room in the universe for there to be everybody's experience and it's like there, you know, my version of reality and what happened is, is obviously going to be different than somebody else's. And that's why there's conflict to begin with is because like, there's not room for one person or both people to accept like, Hey, this is how things happen for you. I don't remember them that way, but I accept that like, that is what 
what happened. <laughs> like there's yeah. room in the universe for both things to be true at the same time. Well, and there's also room to be like it affected me like this knowing full well they didn't mean to do that and it's like right. we're not like we're not being rude to you now i'm just saying like i am this what you know what i'm saying exactly like, does that make sense because it's like i can learn stuff about like the issues i have because of the way i was raised but i don't immediately go to like say you're sorry mom say you're right. sorry i can't have <laughs> functional relationships with men right say well, it. And, all, and it's also <laughs> like i don't even need an apology but it's just the like acknowledgement that hey this is this is what has fucked me up or this is what has bothered me and like yeah but can you just accept to that? that no they won't because the second we say we're fucked up from something then mm-hmm. they're like well I tried my best so I'm just a terrible mother I'm a terrible mother who fucked yeah. you up exactly like, it's like, this right, isn't yeah. about you I don't know but it's, but yeah, yeah and it's and like you said we're not like demanding an apology or anything it's more yeah. of just like i'm a damaged person but i think once again people who get triggered by that are triggered because they feel it about yeah. themselves too right and when it's the people, scary yeah when the people that often need therapy the most are the people that are so adverse to ever getting it or exploring it in any way and that's that's the thing it's like my shame went out the window long ago well (laughs) and the thing is too and I had to learn it and you know that because I only took therapy seriously in the past year yeah I had to learn that like I wasn't getting anywhere by just bullshitting to get through sessions of quote-unquote therapy yeah you know like I wasn't doing a service so it's like therapy doesn't just like you have to work with them just as much as they're working with you and like I think when you're a adverse to therapy you go in there and you're like see no one gets me it's like because you're not you're blocking yeah. it out yeah yeah you're, and it, you it, have to get uncomfortable to get comfortable like with yeah. yourself exactly and be able to have some insight and introspection and look at your your own bullshit because it's like oh yeah we talk about that all the time mm-hmm. how you're like it sucks to have to go in there and bring the humility to the table and be like yeah i am like that's a very toxic trait that i yep. play in and yes, yeah. I played a part in that fucked up situation. Yes. And taking accountability and then also just taking like back, you know, power in your situation. Cause it's like, if you know who you are, you take away the power for other people to define that for you. And that's like a huge thing. Cause, but you have to be able to level with yourself and really get real with yourself. And it's, and it is scary and it is really daunting at first, but you know, once, once you're able to just at least like get comfortable with the uncomfortable, like you said, it becomes yeah where it's and very, you, it's very helpful in your everyday life. And like for a bit, yeah, like you said, it does take time to like figure out if what you're doing is like, like you said, establishing proper boundaries or like actually mm-hmm. doing the work or not like getting too caught up in yourself or like yeah and it takes a while and like so you're like asking your therapist like did I can handle the situation well mm-hmm. and it's like it it takes a lot of guiding at first but then yeah. it just becomes like kind of like sometimes I'll be like oh shit I just realized I handled that really well right when it's, it's cool when you start nature. seeing it yeah like, when, when you first start seeing it it's really cool and that's the whole thing because I remember remember that one guy I was seeing and he was going to therapy and he's like I think I'm gonna bump it up to three times a week I'm like that's not how this works like yeah yeah you can't it's not not a punch card (laughs) it's not a punch card like you have to have time in between your sessions to practice what you've learned and what you're trying to 
grow. And so I just, I don't know. Everybody has their own journey, but speaking from my own experience, it's been helpful. (laughs) Well, and like, they kind of like, for me, I had to get like pushed. Like I was trying to get the handholding because I did like weekly for like four months. And finally she was like, you have to like, you're ready. You can process. We have to have space now. You have to actually do it. Exactly. Fly, baby bird. Yeah. And that was hard for me because I'm like, I need a grade. I (laughs) need to be told I'm doing this right. No, that's a perfect example. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Was that good? Was that an A? A plus? What do you think? (laughs) On the rubric, like where did I give constructive criticism? Like tell me something else I can do. And she's like, you just want to keep working and working and to do it and she's mm-hmm. like it just doesn't work like that like, when taking feedback like, from people like especially people uh, that care you care about it's like sometimes hard to hear some shit but it's like when t- like I said once you get comfortable with like knowing your flaws and acknowledging them it stings a lot less when you get that feedback and you're able to actually make changes and you know adjustments so you're not perceived wrong or you're not coming across wrong so, so with that, this episode sponsored by BetterHelp. I'm just kidding, it's not, but it <laughs> not sounds <yet>. like it is. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> but yeah, that was a good, I think, I hope you guys got some stuff out of it. But like we said, we're going to be real every once in a while. And sometimes it's not like just funny little stories. Exactly. Little ditties. Um, but yeah, if you guys have anything that you want to hear us talk about or contribute to, go ahead and message us on Instagram um at what a history podcast but yeah yeah follow us on tick just engage with us we want you to engage (laughs) exactly (laughs) all right well until next time all right bye bye